0: Hello friends, this is Tamara from A Girl in the Middle, Titus to Mentor, encouraging women to love God and to love well their home and family. I am thankful and privileged to have you here with me today. Thank you for being here. Continuing on with 21 Names of God, we have today and one more day. I hope you've enjoyed th- this series as much as I have. God has been so good to teach me and encourage me and uplift me of who he is, who he tells us he is, in his word. Today, Yahweh Rufika, the God who heals. Exodus 1526, the God who heals. And said, if you diligently heed the voice of your Lord, your God, and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have have brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. Prayers for healing. Have you, and there's a good chance you have or eventually will, Ever prayed for someone to be healed from a sickness? If you're anything like me, you've watched heavy-heartedly as your normally perpetual-motion toddler lays quietly while a fever works to rid their little body of a simple cold virus. Other times, the illness is serious and our hearts aren't just heavy. They're broken. We're broken. And we cry out to the Lord for His healing touch. Where we break past couple of months, two friends in the prime of life, and that's our 50s, just to be clear, were met with an unwelcome and complete change forevermore. Here they were living life, comfortable and happy, in the third decade of marriage, looking forward to watching their young adult children getting married and giving them grandchildren to enjoy, and peeking around the corner at retirement with its own hopes and dreams. It's a time like these where we break. Suddenly, each of those pleasures and even just ordinary expectations of life were gone. All things married ceased in just a breath. Instead of planning for retirement, weddings, and grandbabies, they were planning funerals. Sad, lonely, angry, confused, and wishing they could change their harsh reality they can't stop the turning tides as nights end and days begin the same way without their husbands next to them. Where is God? I know prayers were screamed out to the Lord that He would heal these men because I was just one part of them. Yet, when the call comes, and they came, prayers seemed to drop down with the tears that fell. Where is God? Why didn't he heal them? God heals. The Lord tells us he does heal. So why are my friends widows today? Psalm 103, verses 2 to 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Hope and great grief. God, you heal all our diseases. And day after day, we bury those we love whose bodies succumb to the very diseases we can list. Knowing you are good, you love us, you created us, you hear us. We have to reconcile the truths we live in with the mix of hope and great great grief. These, Lord, seem contrary my boys i wish you could know them they're amazing separated by 10 years of life each one is as wonderful as the other when my mom was unexpectedly rushed to the hospital and then into brain surgery in quick succession my oldest put his college plans on hold and stayed home with his brother so i could be with my mom we prayed oh we prayed the doctors told us her time was short but we didn't want to believe them and we knew god could heal her she desired the lord to take away her tumors her cancer cancer and her terminal diagnosis she was living a vibrant life just days before though none of the medical staff could believe it we knew it was real the lord was gracious so very gracious and full of mercy, compassion, and love in the 12 months to follow. My boys were more incredible than ever. We prayed. All our Christian friends prayed, and our family prayed, and my mom died. My youngest, then a brand new 10-year-old said to me, God healed her mom. He did? Her body would no longer fail her. The pain and suffering she ever so gracefully endured would never again shadow over her. She was healed. God is there. We knew God's presence. We begged for his healing hand the way we wanted it to be. His will was not like ours. But even so, God was there. Certainly mom has no desire to return to this broken, sinful, painful world where she'd spent nearly 75 years living. God is there. He's there with mom because she knew and loved it, lived for him. And he's there the same way for all of his children, even when we can't understand his plan. All the times our prayers for his will are vastly different than our own, he is there hurting. I've been a mom for 27 years. This week I was visiting with a young mom who asked me what my favorite age was with my children. Like my own mother, I love, love, love the newborn and baby stage. And from there, I've loved every single stage to follow. I just love being mom to my children. And no matter what joys and challenges that brings, it's okay by me choices that hurt. In these years of motherhood, at times I've made choices I knew would hurt my children. Some were not done intentionally, and they're quickly followed by apologies and hugs. Thankfully, I have forgiving people in my little family. Other times, I knew the decision I was making would go completely against their desire. These were never times of celebration, even with the knowledge I was doing the right thing. It was never fun making choices that hurt. Can you recall any specific time you did the same? There's no shortage of good reason when it comes to making the wise decisions, even when it leaves our children angry or hurt. Sometimes we just have to play the part of the mean mom, the mean mom who knows much better than her vulnerable child or teenager who sees the whole picture with much more clarity, and then makes the hard choice, knowing it will hurt her own child. Choice is made out of love. Our children won't understand our love for them in those times. It will look, sound, and feel counterproductive to our declaration of love for them. They'll probably push us away, cry, burst out in anger, or even scream in their own despair. What we know that they do not, just yet, is though it appears starkly different, it is in fact our great love for them which drives us to these choices. I think you may be getting the picture here. In a very human and therefore vastly ineffectual way, this is the best I can convey the most divine attribute of Yahweh Rofika, the God who heals. The God who heals of course we have multiple examples of miraculous healing throughout the new testament furthermore as many times as as we've had to wipe our tears and physically hold our hearts inside our chest from the pain this life brings we can share time and time again where the lord did indeed show us our own miracle yet sometimes in god's answers like my friends recently and my mom and actually my own father passed away just about a month ago. Prayer-laden and ushered into heaven by Yahweh. Ravika, healed at last. We're left with broken hearts. To keep going in life, to put one step in front of another where pieces of our hearts fall before us, is one of life's greatest trials. We comfort ourselves in strange ways saying things that weigh our loss with what could have been, or indeed has been in another's life. But the truth is, it's our drastic attempt to ease the pain. We want to be able to breathe again. We try to feel and reach toward the blessing of this life we had with the one we've lost. Yet, in it all, it's the pain we're trying to keep at bay so that we ourselves, and keep living brokenness good news is in our brokenness the Lord is there too Yahweh Rafika the God who heals heals both our disease and our hearts when it is too much when our heart is breaking when we cannot go on He heals us Psalm 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He takes care of us. He knows. I've never buried one of my babies, but I've lost many. When I sit with friends who've placed tiny casket filled with their heart's joy into the ground, I come up short in understanding. My words are lacking, my empathetic understanding is shallow, and I just cry with my friends through their pain. Not unlike the pain I feel when my children hurt, especially when it was my decision, the right decision, that spurred it on, our Heavenly Father hurts when He sees our pain. And furthermore, He knows our pain of loss. Jesus wept. Jesus lost his friend Lazarus. He knew he'd rise again to life. But you know what? That fact didn't change the very real grief and pain Jesus realized to see his friend's body lying there, lifeless. Jesus wept. God the Father knows a bit about our grief, too. He's watched so many of his children turn from him, and he grieved their choices. Adam and Eve hurt the Creator to choose disobedience at the cost of them, of everything, and it costs God his own son. He is our shepherd comforting us through the valley of the shadow of death because he cares for us in times of pain and sadness. He knows the pain of loss, as he gave his son to be crucified on the cross the most painful, cruel death, so that we can live with him for eternity. Healing at the cross. Hanging on the cross. Hanging on to the last breaths of life since being born in a manger. Christ bore the pain of our sin. And he bore the pain of his father turning away from him. In that same moment, God the Father bore the pain of his son carrying our sin. Mark fifteen thirty four. When Jesus is crying out from the cross, he cries out in the ninth hour, and of course in his language, and it's interpreted, my God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken me? Isn't it just like our God to show himself true? Yahweh Rafika, the God who heals, is there at the cross. In the very same occasion, God heals his son's body. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? In the very same occasion, God heals his son's body. And for those who will be his, he heals our souls. Our sin is ransomed through Christ's flesh and blood. No longer separated from God. Mark 15, 37 to 38. And he cried with a loud voice, and he gave up the ghost, and the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. Healing at the cross, our God heals. Bring your prayers, your sick heart, and your sick soul, all your brokenness, bring it to the Father, Yahweh, Ravika, let him heal you. One more day, friends. 21 Names of God. We'll wrap it up tomorrow. I hope you'll join me then. God bless you.